Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Happy 2024, everybody. Yes, welcome in to the WIP Morning Show. Rob Ellis, Jack Fritz, hanging out with you. Hot start of 2024. Boy, oh boy, how else did you think we were going to rein this bad boy in other than an Eagles loss to the Cardinals at home in a game that meant everything to the Eagles and nothing to the Cardinals? Yes, unbelievable, but but in all seriousness, hope you had a great New Year's Eve. Hopefully, uh, 2024 will bring you a lot of uh, peace, tranquility, riches, all that good stuff. Yeah, well, Jack, good I, to see you, my man. I don't think we're getting a championship in 2024. You know, it doesn't seem like we're trending in that direction. Uh, we're certainly not trending that way with the football team. No, definitely not. And it's good to see you, Rob. I feel like we just <laughs> we just did this literally six hours ago. There's no like. We no, did. We did. We did. It's been, a, it's been a disaster six hours, too, because I got home, tried to sleep. Uh, I, got, I got a sick kid. You yeah. know, I got, I got a sick wife. You know, now it's trending over to me, too. The Eagles, are, our pets' heads are falling off. Yes. You know, besides the, you know, the What's the old saying? Uh, how was the play, Mrs. Lincoln? Yes. Other than that, how was the play, Mrs. Yeah, Lincoln? Yeah, well, guess what? We're Abe Lincoln. Yes, we okay? are. We are. And whoever shot him, was it Lee Harvey John, Oswald? John Wilkes Booth. Okay. It was Lee not- Harvey Oswald was, was Kennedy. Kennedy? I got him mixed up? All right. Kids, well, if you thought you were getting a history lesson at 558 on New Year's Day, well, you I just said, got it. I almost said Paul Revere, so that would have been off, too. Paul Revere? <laughs> just a little off. But, like, this is, again. Hi, Terry. Terry's producing the program. Say hi to Terry, Jack. Come hi, on. Terry. How's it going? Everything's, Terry, everything's falling apart, Terry. Everything's going good. It's the first day of the year. Terry's, yeah. Terry's very think about up- on a positive yeah, note. Terry's very positive. She's upbeat. We're going to need you to balance us out, Terry. Because there's no positivity on this side of the glass. This is unbelievable what went on. I mean, we, honest to God, we were literally like, this is like deja vu. We were just here, uh, it feels like five minutes ago. Yeah. But we're, we're back because you know what? We're freaking troopers. Yes. We're ready to roll. Yep. Uh, and, and, and look, everybody wants to, if you want to jump in, um, that it was honestly, without exaggeration, a devastating loss yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was the kind of loss that there aren't a lot of regular season games that stick with you. All right. Positive, negative. I mean, mostly you remember the positive ones and, and big things that happen. Negative, there's only a, a handful over the years. This is one that, Jack, 10 years from now, we're going to be talking about. Yeah. No, you'd like, be telling Walker about <laughs> exactly, son. Let me show you what it really means to be an Eagles fan. <laughs> you think you had a tough loss in Little League? Exactly. Let me tell right. you about what happened on New Year's Eve, <laughs> yeah. twenty twenty. And then we bring it back to John the Gannon, who people hated and yes. I hated, and he came in here again, stupid smirk. And you know, you, you could just tell that was his Super Bowl yesterday, which made it like ten times worse. Yes, the Cardinals stink, whatever. But it's like that's one of those losses that we're gonna like. It's it's going down in the Joe Webs, you know, those kind of. Reg- and you know, I just. 
I, I still feel the same way I do, you know, post game and what hit me immediately. And what as I continue to process and, and work my way through this thing, I, I'm just so disappointed in obviously the guys and, and, the, and the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. But what I come down to at this point, too, is I think about the, the, the pillars and the leaders on this football team yeah. and how they're letting this happen. Like, how are you letting this happen? It shouldn't you, – you can't lose a home game to the Cardinals off of a game against the Giants last week that you easily could have lost that you let them back in on after you get, you're getting, you know, boat raced and dominated and out-physicaled against your chief rival and a team that, you know, last year in the NCAA championship game has essentially mocked you yeah. for winning the, for the, the conference for an entire year. Like – as mad as I am at Nick Sirianni, because I think he's the main culprit here, and I think he's the, a, a, a huge issue for this team, I'm now equally as mad at the leaders on this football team because they, they they are the ones out there doing it. To get out physical by a terrible Cardinals team that was down 21-6 at halftime, and I'm sure they were looking up you know golf <laughs> tee times at halftime, yeah. to let them come back and, and win that game, that's embarrassing. And defensively to allow, what, 220 yards rushing to Michael Carter and James Conner? Like, that's the guys. Mm-hmm. That's the guys. And, and that's what bothers me today is I'm just disappointed in the leaders and the and the stars on this team for letting that happen. Here's what, and and this is along the lines of what you're talking about. And and I'm I'm with you. Um, to me, early in the season, I was big on. I don't care how they do it, just win. There's there's a there's a skill to that. There's an art to winning games, even when you don't have your A game. There's something to be said for that. Because you know what's going to happen? They're just going to get better as the season oh, goes yeah. on. And once they do, you're going to have that component and the fact that you're a good team. And they're going to roll into the playoffs. And I was hammering that early in the season. And the other thing I kept saying... You know, the one thing you never have to worry about with this team is culture. You see other teams blow themselves up. You see other teams fracture. And you see that all the time with these other teams. But when you have BG and you have Lane and you have Cox and you have Kelsey and you have Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts and you have all those guys, you know that thing's not going to be something you have to worry about, right? And And I rode that train, man. And guess what? I was dead wrong, okay? Because this has looked anything like a character team. This has looked like a team that when the going gets tough, they get going. They don't dig in. They don't dig in one bit. And we've seen teams around the NFL who are more injured and less talented than the Eagles that have shown far more heart to close out their year just to get into the playoffs. What has happened with this team, Jack, is a disgrace to the point where you have to reevaluate everything. And it's amazing. It's, you know, 10 months ago they were in a Super Bowl. Yep. And a month ago they were – 10-1. 10-1. and one. You want to review the month of December? It's been a bad month. Okay. It's been a bad month. The, the, the month of December. Okay, th- this is nothing short of amazing. So, you began the month at 10-1, and one, the number one seed. You were exiting 11-5 and five in a five seed in, in the month of December. And if that's not a collapse, I don't know what is. No, it's an I, I epic mean, collapse. I mean, it, this is... You know, we, 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 I have heard stories growing up, 1964. Right. You know, we've, we've known about collapses. 
this is going to go down as one of those kind of losses mm-hmm. or this kind of this this tailspin. And that's what, you know, you, you talk about the culture and the makeup of this team. And that's why I can't figure out how this is happening. Because, again, they just were in the Super Bowl. This is also a team that still has what, those four guys were all in the They're Super Bowl here. team yeah. in, in 17. Yeah. Like, they know what winning is. Mm-hmm. Like, these guys know. I, 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 BG, Kelsey, Lane, Fletch, they know what winning football is. Is it the new guys that, that didn't go through anything last year and were able to just front run their way to a Super Bowl? Are they the problem right now? Because, like, I don't think it's those older guys. No, I, I don't. think they're trying. I just don't think this is – I don't think this is a connected unit. And, you know, you hear from Nick Sirianni, oh, uh, our core principles. It's, it's, first of all, it's such – like, I had core principles as a high school – athlete you know this is the nfl i don't yeah. need to hear about our third core value is connectivity mm-hmm. but if this whole thing is connectivity is this look like a connected team to you no i mean and that's where it really and and we'll, we'll get into our, our twitter question which you know we're trying to get to the heart of what this is the, the this this collapse if you will um but i think that's really what this comes down to number one if you i think we're both in agreement that the the guys i just named are not at fault here. I think they probably, in their own ways, although they've never admitted publicly, have probably tried to rein this thing in and figure it out and, and address it. I know BG's talked about, like, he's he's broken these guys down and had, you know, whatever. So I think they've tried. So the problem is, either you have guys in that locker room who are bad apples, for lack of a better word, or your coach, they have checked out on them. Yep. And they're not listening to whatever the message is. And Jack, if that's the case, first of all, He's in his third year, and you're coming off a Super Bowl season where you went 14-3, and three, and this quickly they're not listening to him? So either he's the problem or the players are the problem, but there's a massive problem. But also, I don't know if they ever really listen to him. Yeah. Like, that's my that's what I keep coming back to, and I, and I think about the Jets game, and no one made a big deal out of the time because when they were winning games, it didn't matter. And like there was, there was signs of this, and that's what makes me so mad. And you and I, which is so funny, and definitely me more than you, yeah. Like we've been labeled Eagles haters. Like I've been labeled an Eagles hater this entire year. Yeah. Because I'm using my eyeballs. This hasn't added up this entire season. Right. And people were not able to handle that. But after the Jets game, it was so telling to me that the players felt felt compelled to talk and didn't need Nick to talk. And that shows me a team that doesn't really care what the head coach says. Right. Like he's just going along for the ride. And it, this is the times where do you have a difference making coach or do you have a guy that's just kind of here and I feel like we're seeing a guy that's just kind of here and, and and if there's anything that that gets him fired at the end of the year it's losing the locker well you know what's amazing it, it also makes you wonder and again you want to hop in 215-592-9494 were they just so uberly talented last year that you, you know really anybody could have kind of run this thing and, and you were just so loaded on both sides of the ball and you had a really good OC who could overcome some shortcomings schematically, offensively, building up to the game with. And situationally. And situationally. And and for however however much people want to dump on Gannon, he's far superior to whatever the slop is they put out as defensive coordinators this year. Well, I'm, so, by the way, Desai has done a, did a better job than, than, than Matt Patricia. Patricia. Yeah. So, I mean, you just wonder if the talent overcame the shortcomings at the head coach position. Yeah. You do. And, and that, to me, if that's the case, there, there are – he was a wrong hire. <laughs> it's crazy to, to say. You look at some of the personnel moves in the offseason now. I mean, you start to examine everything. I don't know how you don't. I know this. Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman are not guys who are going to take this well. No. 
at all. And okay, they, they know the temperature in the city right now. They do. And yesterday on, I mean, just think about the setting. You finally had a one o'clock game. It was a nice day. It was New Year's Eve, right? Everything sort of set up to this can be fun, man. Here we go. They were twenty-one six at halftime. Twenty-one six at halftime. You're like, great. This is going to be a, a fun second half. Everybody rolls to their parties and blah 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 blah. And all of a sudden, that that turd is just presented for you in the bowl, and and, and now everybody's got to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, and I, they're not going to – because here's the thing. Defensively, sure, maybe there's shortcomings when yeah. it comes to talent. And I also don't think they're doing the best job of getting the most out of that talent. No. Obviously, the defensive line is a huge issue there. One sack yesterday, two sacks in the last two games. The offense for me is like there's enough there. Like there's enough there. And if there's one thing that's going to irk Laurie and Howie, yeah. it's going to be an offense that does not look like it's firing on all cylinders. Think about this. You scored 24, right? They had 31 points, but seven or Sidney Brown's you know, 99-yarder. Mm-hmm. You had 24 points, and you had so few opportunities because one side of the ball is so inept that it can't ever get off the field. Okay, they scored on what four consecutive drives to close out the uh, to close the game out. Arizona did. Yeah. But even when you had your golden opportunity, where Nick Sirianni said, or, or, or Jonathan Gannon said, you know what? Here it is on a platter, fellas. Here's an onside kick with five minutes left, because. You know, I know that you can't stop me, and I'm going to milk some clock. A 3-1 football team. And not only do you turtle up with pathetic, embarrassing play calling, which it was. That whole series was a disgrace. You get a field goal, and then your defense go can't, can't stop them. They go all the way down and score. Like, Gannon was was absolutely 15 steps ahead of the Eagles yesterday. Well, well he basically was like, okay, I, I feel pretty good that this is going to end in a field goal and not in a touchdown. Yeah. Like, he didn't have faith, he didn't have confidence that the Eagles offensive coaching staff and the Eagles offense was going to be able to go down and Against seven. him. He knew he knew my my guys are going to be they better. Are, with, with no talent. With no talent, by the way. They're a 3-1 football team, Rob. Yeah. 3-1 football. Yeah. Yeah, they stink. They stink. So, that, to me, it's after all the crap with Gannon and all the tampering and all the other stuff, he's the one who comes in here and delivers the death blow? I mean, I'm telling you, they're on fire right now in, in, in over at One Novacare. They are. They are absolutely. All right. A lot to dive into. Let, let's do this thing. Let's kick off the new year. Let, in the wrong way. The doctors are in session. Dr. Fritz and Dr. Ellis. Th- this is one where you need to get it out of your system. Okay? 215-592-9494. We come back. We have, by the way. Seth Joyner for an hour in studio from 9 to 10. That'll be positive. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, so we will talk to Seth. But we this is a day where I, you know, if you're an Eagles fan, you are well within your rights to be on fire with the way the season has closed and the way that that game went yesterday and the opportunity that was blown. So you want to jump in, we'll talk about it. He's Jack Fritz. I am Rob Ellis. We are in for the WIP Morning Show. WIP Sports Time is 610. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. 
Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. On the first and 20, you on QB run, QB run, screen to Kenny. Um, why go conservative there? Were you playing for a field goal in this? Yeah, I don't think that that's a conservative there. I mean, if they're if they're blitzing a bunch of gaps right there, you're running a gap scheme that has a chance to, to hit for big for big yards that we needed to get back into it. We could have thrown it there too. Uh, you know, we chose to go there. That hey, it didn't hit. Um, but I think that sometimes with the gap scheme stuff that you do, it, it's more of a you got to do some different things to cancel out gaps if they're if they're bringing everything out. And so that's you know that's why we went that way. It didn't work. Uh, you know the screen. We're third and what was it? Yeah, that's, that's tough. To you're gonna have a hard time converting, and we got to get ourselves in a range. The wind was blowing into our face a little bit on that side. Um, uh, uh, earlier in the game, so we needed to get in better range to make sure that we took a three-point lead there. And hey, they went down and scored. Right, and stop! We didn't win the stop, game. stop! 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 Ah, the wind stop. blowing in my face. Stop! You're really giving me wind, Nick Sirianni, on that drive. Ah. You're really giving me wind. You weren't down there yesterday. It was like it was like a hurricane. <sighs> I, I couldn't even. I was. I was about to get blown over by I, just walking yeah, in the building. I don't know how anybody sat in the stands. It was w- so windy, so dangerous. Oh my goodness. Oh, I welcome mean, back. My <laughs> God, what was that? I mean, come. On. All right, so let's go, let's go to that drive for a second. By the way, Rob Ellis, Jack Fritz, in for Joe, John, Rhea, James, uh, at all. Uh, WIP Morning Show. Hanging out with you, and Happy New Year, everybody. Happy 2024. Hot start. We're going to do our best. Uh, all right, so the Eagles take it over, Jack, with 526 left. I don't want to get too X and O here, but they're, you know it's a 28-28 game. Gannon goes to the onsides kick. We're all scratching our head. They get the ball, okay? And, and it started off well, actually. It started off nicely. They complete one to, to AJ, which nets you a first down. Now, keep in mind, they get the ball at the 39, the Arizona 39. So you never really far to march here. Mm-hmm. A, a rare short field, okay? Yep. So after the completion to AJ, you're you're down to the 20. It's first and 10 from the 20, okay? You go swift, no gain, my lot of hold. That's a killer. First and 20, Hurts keeper. Here we go. Sick. Second and 16, Hurts keeper. Lose four. Here we go. Eagles burn a timeout for no reason. Just to hey, what, well, even even if, I'll justify it. If like, listen, we got to make sure we run a good play here. Like, like let's dial up our best. Yeah. Okay. Here's what they come out of the timeout with with two forty six left. A screen to Kenneth Gainwell. Not a throw to AJ Brown. No. Not a throw to Devontae Smith. Dallas Goddard, who was effective. Yes. N- none of them. None of them. Let's go, Kenny Gainwell, who we love. Even though everybody else says, eh, I don't, eh, he's not terrible, but eh, right? Let's go there. So not only does that go nowhere, because you're so concerned with the wind, you can't throw it downfield, because Jalen Hurts doesn't have a strong enough arm to bite through that wind. You throw it the game well, and you get Devontae Smith rolled up on and hurt to the point where he left the, 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 the building in a boot and on crutches. That's how the drive ends, and then Jake Elliott's got to kick a 43-yarder. It's a really, really... 
poetic in a way. Cherry on top. And then they have no timeouts left for later in the game. Yeah. Who do you need those? <laughs> needs them. You get unlimited, right? Big deal. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, again, but he's, he's had problems with time management all year. I mean, he admitted last week when Jalen stayed in bounds instead of going out of bounds. He's like, yeah, it was also my fault. I, I, I allowed extra time to go off the clock because I didn't manage the time right because I didn't want to give – it's like, what does he do? Tell me what Nick Sirianni well, does. You stepped away from play calling so you could delegate manage and the manage the game so you're on top of all of this kind of I'm stuff. I'm telling you, if you don't think his seat is hot, you haven't paid attention to the Eagles. This is what they do. Yeah. This is what they do. And it's going to continue to be a problem as long as they continue to take away power from the head coach to where he's almost stoneless in the nicest way that I could put it, mm-hmm. to where he doesn't, he can't do anything. Like – the fact that they try to play the whole idea of, yeah, it was my call on, on the Patricia thing. Sure. Right. Sure. I mean, right. what are we, four? Our first time paying attention to the mm-hmm. Eagles? They don't, they don't fear him at all. And you have to have a little bit of fear as a great head coach. I agree. A little bit of fear. Yeah. Uh, and they don't fear him at all. So he's not – if he's going to be this CEO-type head coach – and, and, and be the emotional leader, and he's going to you know get the most out of these guys. Well, they've collapsed. They've yeah. lost four of their last five and could have, could have lost five of their last five. And if he's going to be this offensive guy, well, the offense is, is incredibly boring. Mm-hmm. Predictable, and he, predictable. And he can't manage the clock very well. He can't manage – situational football, they've been bad all year. Yeah. Whether you want to go back to the Vikings game, you want to go back to the, both Washington games, like you want to go back to today, you want to go back to last week. It seems like once a week there's inexplicable, like why are you – what are you doing? Yeah. What does Nick Sirianni do? Well, I, look, if you're asking me ultimately, do I think he gets fired? The answer is no. But also the flip side of that is if you think it's an absurd question to be asked or discussion point, then to your point, I don't think you've been paying attention to this Eagles team no, well, over well, the years. Well, all right. So let's, let's put it this way. Um they go out to MetLife next weekend. They probably win. Yep. I mean, losing to the Giants would be embarrassing. Although the Giants played the Rams down to the wire they for, did. for what it's worth. They did. Um, and, and Dable against his defense, I'm, I'm not exactly – I mean, Tyrod's a much better player than yeah, uh, Tommy they, DeVito. If you start that game with Tyrod, I don't know how last week <laughs> I know <laughs> plays Which, happened two weeks ago, whatever it is. So, you know, they go up to MetLife. It's another uninspiring effort. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't come out mad off of what happened yesterday and the offense kind yeah. of struggles. Um, defense – Sort of is what it is, and then they go down to Tampa and lose. I mean, yeah, yeah, I know. That's the grounds for the firing. I look and all everything that we just laid out, right? I mean, for all of these reasons, there's other teams with less talent doing way more. Well, yeah, and, and that's that, an indictment. And that's how I feel about the offense. It's like when we talked about this uh, ad nauseum. It felt like last night, but it, I keep coming back to this. Like, there's so many smart offensive minds in football right now. Yeah. And, you know, whether it's the McVeighs, whether it's the Shanahan's, whether it's Andy or, or McDaniel, or if you even want to use Ben Johnson, mm-hmm. I'm not putting Mike McCarthy in there, but, like, that, that Dallas offense looks way better than the Seagulls offense. Yeah. And it's Mike McCarthy who people think is a boot. Right. So, like, I see all this kind of talent getting the most out of these teams offensively, and I see the Eagles – and they just look like they're stuck in neutral most weeks. Well, the other thing, and we're going to play this cut for you in a little bit. Jack and I, last night, we had uh, Sidney Brown on the postgame show. And you're going to want to hear this because this is you know, from the mouths of babes, as they say. This is from a rookie who, who isn't, isn't a grizzled vet who's been around forever. And what he says is a real indictment of what's going on with this team. You, you'll Stay tuned for that. Let's get Ben in Westchester to kick things off. Ben, you're on 94 WIP. Happy New Year, Ben. Oh, it's not a happy new year. It's not. You're <laughs> right. I tried. I'm just going to be honest. It's not a happy new year. It, the team, I don't know if it's on the radio, but the team's terrible. 
All right, terrible play calling, terrible players. I mean, let's be honest. This is going to be a hot take. But when's Jalen going to step up and say, we can't run a screen pass on a third and 20? It hasn't worked all season. It's not going to work now. You know, also, why can't he take a snap on three center? Why can't he get a three-step drop? I think they've done that four times this year in the total. Correct. I think it's four times they've gone under center. Why can't he do it? We're saying he's getting better year after year. He's gotten better one year after year. Just count that four-season, four-game start uh, his rookie year. So what's going on between last year and this year? Where's the step up there? I'm not seeing it. Uh, It's just a timing thing with that. Why can't he get – that snap under center, he'll be well, able that's, to But that's not his better. fault. Where's I mean, it coming from? Do you want him to be like, I'm, let's go under center right now? Do you want him to be the offensive coordinator along with being the quarterback? I want him to be able to acknowledge in – we talk about his leadership. Why can't he have an honest conversation during the week? Hey, but how do you know he hey. hasn't had that, though, Ben? Because we see it week after week, and there's no change. Yeah, but you're you're laying it on Hurts, where we're trying to say to you, this is what is schemed up by, from Sirianni and and Johnson or whomever is making those decisions. See, when you're paying a quarterback fifty million dollars a year, it's him calling the shots, unless it's Russell Wilson getting benched in Denver. Yeah, but it's not actually. It's not the quarterback. He, he can audible out the things, but he's not the one putting the game plan together. Hello? Maybe you got me on that. This is my first time on the radio. No, nice. I got you, Ben, and I'm, I'm not. I'm not yeah, trying to hammer you here. I'm just saying, like, I, I think the the some of the blame is misplaced a little bit here. I think it's more on the decision makers than it is him. He's trying to execute this right, and and he has his own fault here too. He's turned the ball over an unbelievable amount of time, but I don't think that the decision, some of the decisions that are being made are are, are his. Yeah, I'm choice. sure he's not pumped to have a back to back quarterback draws. Well, I'll just say this, and, and Ben, thanks for calling in, man. You did a great job for your first time. Um, all right, here's what I'll say. I wonder now. AJ Brown is already in. Uh, you know, if, if you got nothing good to say, don't say anything. Mode. And he said yesterday after the game, it's not directed at you guys, meaning the media. Yes. So there's only one conclusion to go to. That is, I'm not happy with what's happening with us. So I'm not going to say anything as to to light a fire that's already you know going. Well, the damning part about that is that players know. Right. So if if that's happening, I mean, how much longer until? And I know we all know what a good guy he is, but Devontae at some point is going to say, what the hell are we doing? I just got rolled up on blocking for, for a, 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 a running back off. screen yeah. on, on a third and 20. Like, how long until – and I know Jalen is buds with Brian Johnson, but is he going to continue to just be, you know, soldier on here and not say anything? Like, this stuff's going to start. Well, and Marcus Hayes has a piece today where he's talking about some some cracks, you yeah. know, in the foundation. I mean, that's what they do. When, yeah. when things aren't going well, all of a sudden you get leaks to, to everyone in, in the media. I, I just think that the, the Jalen thing right now, you know – if we're gonna do the, the the leader thing, it can't just be always lead by example, which yeah. I think is it's been his mentality, which I think is fine in some instances, mm-hmm. you know. But at this point, when this thing is kind of crumbling, like you see, you know, the Brady's going up and down the up and down the line, saying, "Let's yeah. go!" Like we got this. They like, yep. keep fighting. We're not seeing that, and we're not seeing like again the core principles, the connectivity, and and AJ, where it, it, last week it bothered me. But now, like I see him shaking his head, come off the field. At least it looks like he cares. I mean, at least he's like, at least he knows it's not right. Yeah. And to not talk post game, because he knows, like, the second he opens his mouth, 
he can't help himself. Right. He's so like he is one of the what five best receivers in football. I know it's it sounds ridiculous because it it, it, it your initial reaction is it reeks of diva behavior, but he's actually maybe trying to to go like the team route of I don't want to pile on and make this worse, but I really don't have anything positive to say about this. No. So and, I'm just trying to lay low. Well, think about it this way. I mean, the first ten weeks he was in the MVP conversation. Oh yeah. What's happened since? Yeah, it's not like he forgot. How to, they, they they can't figure out where to get, get on the football on a consistent basis. Yeah. Uh, well, here here's the two biggest indictments, Jack, for me. You have this many weapons on offense, and your offense is predictable and boring and okay. Like that's all. They're okay, right? You have a defensive line that is supposedly loaded with talent, with free agents that you paid a lot of money for, like Hassan Reddick, uh, draft picks in Jalen Carter. Think about the, the the ones. You have Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter, Fletcher Cox, Nolan Smith are all ones yep. on, on that defensive line. I think, and, they, have, I think they have seven first-rounders. Yeah, and you are, you have right now 41 sacks compared to 70 and we're going last year, and we're going into the last week of the season. You can't get to the quarterback. You had two garbage teams with bad quarterbacks, bad offensive lines the last two weeks. You get two sacks. So your two best resources, your offense and your defensive line, you're either getting mediocre or bad performances out of. So you're not getting the best out of your players. This is not a secondary that's been shredded. It's not a linebacking crew that just isn't good enough. Those two areas, you're supposed to be good, and you're not. It's, it's a raging indictment. Yeah. The defensive and you know, the, the sack thing is obviously there. They're also getting ran over. Right. I mean, 150. Again, I believe I'll, you had the stat last night. I'll give it, I'll give it to you. Actually, I have it. Um, yeah, the, the, so... Weeks 1 through 10, they gave up 66 yards per game on the ground, 3.7 average. This yep. is a Ruben Frank stat. I want to give props where props are due. Since then, 153 yards per game, 4.8. So, Jack, they go from 66 to 153, more than a, than a yard per carry, which is a huge leap, okay? And they become a bad team against the run. Yeah. The, the number one in football heading into the, the December. Poorly coached. Horrible. Getting the, the least out of the most. All right, so uh, you can go to at WIP Morning Show for our Twitter poll question of the day. Who do you blame most for the Eagles' late season struggles? Players, coaches, front office. Register where you fall. You want to jump in with that as well with the conversation. You can do that also. 215-592-9494. Again, Seth Joyner at 9 o'clock. We'll continue with your reaction to what's going on with this Eagles team. We're going to let you hear from Sidney Brown. We're going to let you hear from Brian Baldinger. From Moose Johnston, who called the game yesterday for Fox. There's a lot of folks that are chiming in on this. You're going to want to hear it. Don't go anywhere. Jack Fritz, Rob Ellis, WIP Sports Time is 628. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, you are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Tecovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity, and I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tecovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade, handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. The main thing is practice habits become game day reality. Um, you don't practice being physical, you don't, you, don't, uh, you don't get the result at the end of the day. All right, so that was uh, Sidney Brown, and Jack and I talked known to him vet? yesterday on the postgame show, huh? Yeah, he's a known veteran, uh, yeah. Sidney Brown. Well, I mean, but first of all, it sounds very composed, very poised, right? I mean, Smart kid, yeah. Uh, yeah, no doubt about that. And, but he, you know, he said, with him saying something like that tells you a lot. Like, if he's recognizing that, not only it speaks to his, you know, football IQ and all that, but it also shows you, like, even young kids can pick up on this. By the way, am I allowed to call another player a kid? You know, like it's smart. you're old enough now. I think you could do it. See, that's the problem. Like, obviously, I'm driving in listening to Ben Kenny and, mm-hmm. and Dan Wilson. It's like, and by the way, great job. Of by course, the, I'm, I'm proud hours? of those two. I'm proud of those that's two. That's like a Robbie E. Six hours of power. No, I'm, ha- I'm. I thought they were both really good. It's hard to do your first time. There's so many things going through your brain. Yeah, they did great. Well, you got to worry about the, you know the the time. You got to worry about you know the, the phone numbers and all that stuff. But I was like, I was thinking, I was driving in, and I'm like, you know, that was me. Five years ago, yeah. Well, it's like I'm the young kid getting the yep. the shift. You're a and grizzled now, vet now, dude. I'm almost thirty. I know. You know I'm in my age thirty. Twenty twenty four is the year of Jack Fred starting thirty. Yeah, I mean, a that's a, a horrible, <laughs> horrible reality. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm getting close to your age too. It's hard to figure out. Yeah. And what? How do you how do you approach? So this I said, so I, I said, City Brown, like good kid. And I was like, I, can, can I say kid? Yeah, I know. You're getting there, man. I know. It's yeah. tough. It's it, tough. It's coming. Father time's undefeated. Dude. Yeah, 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 exactly. But yeah, I mean, Sidney Brown just being confident and enough to say that, but also just showing like these guys don't respect this coaching staff. Yeah. And there's clearly some kind of disconnect because – you know, athletes want to be pushed. Great athletes. Yeah. You know, you have the, the Carsons of the world that that you know turtle up. Yeah, with and hard you see coaching. what happens there with those kind of guys. But hard coaching, you know, it's a good thing. These guys want to be pushed, and and a rookie who is a physical guy. I mean, he likes oh, he does. people. Yeah. Um. And by the way, maybe a little kick return action. <laughs> you know, that return yesterday was sick. It was good. It was an amazing return. It was good, but it was like. For him to say practice habits become game day realities, that's not just one week. I mean, that's that's, the, that's an entire year. Yeah, and, and and it goes back to and they got lucky with it last year, and you know it worked because they had twenty two of twenty two stars healthy for the Super Bowl, and you know they didn't have injuries last year. But this it's going to be brought up again this summer. The whole how they handled this the, the preseason and how yeah. they handle. I mean, so you guys set up for week one <laughs> that we probably need to be tougher on them in in, in in training camp and in the preseason. Well, look, any any observer who was down there will tell you they were sloppy, you know, in in camp well, every day. You know, it's never been brought up. Um, you know, we talk about the defensive coordinator, but remember the the story of Howie having to tell Sean Desai, like, 
that's the wrong formation for this. Yeah, like we're that's what we're dealing with is well, is is a coaching staff that is so incompetent. L- let's dive into that for a minute because Jack, the whole hiring of the side was strange. You hired him with a safety net, like you hired him. And you also brought in Patricia. And it, it's, it reeked to me of, like, do you really trust this guy? Like, w- was this a situation where, because you played in the Super Bowl and, and most guys already had their gigs lined up and the Gannon thing just sort of went kablooey and all that, that you didn't really love the fact that, you know, you didn't love Denard Wilson enough, obviously, because he was in-house and you let him, you know, roll. And by the way, the, the Raven secondary is great. Yeah, and they, they just they won again. Demolished. Let me rephrase that. Demolished the Dolphins yesterday. Yeah. I'll give you a great Sal Pal stat on, on Lamar Jackson, too, uh, later, which I, I want to compare to, to Jalen in a little bit. But um, you let him go. You bring in Desai, which maybe you were kind of iffy on. But, hey, let's make sure we have Matt Patricia here. Where, like To me, it, all, it just set up as a guy sort of looking over his shoulder. Maybe you didn't want the full heat of, of the negative you know, juju surrounding Patricia because of how bad Detroit went, the whole Slay thing. You, you put up 41 on him in a Super Bowl, whatever. It's like you can't have it. Either, either you wanted Patricia really or Desai wasn't the guy. It all looks bad now. Well, and if you remember the reporting, it was like the, I remember the first tweet came out. It was like the Eagles are interested in, in Matt Patricia for defensive coordinator. Right. And <laughs> the reaction was not exactly great. You know, then they hired Desai, and it was like then the report was they're interested in Matt Patricia to be a linebacker's coach. Right. And then it kind of went away, and all of a sudden – we well, remember the press conference. Yeah, it was on the Eagles website. It was on the, so what happened? It was on the Eagles website. Matt Patricia as a senior defensive consultant. They had a press conference that was coming up in like five minutes, and they 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 took it off the website. Right, and then and, Nick had to sort of dance. Yeah, because they, they they took it. I think they took it off of the coaching announcements. Yeah, even though they, they knew he was eventually, and then they snuck it in there. Weird. Like it's this whole thing is just it's so odd, and like you said. You clearly just wanted Matt Patricia to be the defensive coordinator. That's fine. Yeah. Like, suck it up. It's a week. And if, if they come out and play well defensively, Nobody no cares. one's going to care. Nobody cares. No one cares. Yeah. So, you know, again, they, they, they get so concerned with stuff that just doesn't really matter. Well, think about it. Right now, You lo- obviously, losing both of your coordinators is a big blow. But when that happens... Let's look back at it, Jack, because you've already pulled the plug on one of them, and you did it in season. And do you have any faith in Brian Johnson going forward? Again, I know it's Nick's scheme. I I get it, okay? So if you want to throw Nick into there too, fine. But I'm just saying both of the hires you made look very sketchy at this point. Well, yeah, and and there's nothing else they can do defensively. They can't fire another coordinator. No. They can't, you know, know, this is kind of is what it is. Like, Mm -hmm. what's going to be something that can spark this team? Or is this, are they just going to play out the string here? Well, I, I, I thought eventually the, – I viewed the last two games as even though the teams aren't good, you're playing, get yourself right, go into the playoffs with it. The notion that, hey, they're going to figure it out and flip a switch and be okay is BS. It, it's wishful thinking that a lot of people – and I get it. I'm not ripping Eagles fans for it, but have fallen prey to because it's almost the way you justify it in your own head. Well, and and, and all year it was, well – I mean, we don't want to play our best football in September. Yeah, we football. don't want to be peaking. Yeah, yeah I yeah. love that one. We yeah, don't yeah. want to be peaking yeah. in, in October. Well, and, and Sirianni said multiple times in the morning show, I believe, like, you know, why would you – don't expect us to be playing our best football right now. Like, right. no one wants that. It's like, well, <laughs> I would like to, to, to have some confidence. Can I expect it New Year's Eve? Yeah, you think. Uh, well, at least there was a good team in here yesterday. In fact, you're not playing your best. You're playing your worst Horrible. football. 
No, they, they, they've completely cratered. That's the yeah. difference. Like, something with the messaging is off. And that's been the one thing with Sirianni. You know, throughout the, the, the you know majority of this season, he's been like the whole, like, well, you don't want to peak. We don't want to play our best football. You know, we're, we're building this thing, and we'll fix it, and we'll get it right. He has said we'll fix it, I don't know, 30 times. Yeah. Still nothing. Well, I, I've said to you repeatedly, Jack, what's their identity? And I'm going to take that off the – because usually when you, when you say identity, it usually connotes a positive, right? It's usually, hey, they're this, they're that. Well, and the it's push is positive. It, okay. Oh, but that got stopped yesterday. If you, It did. It did for just the second time this year. So, But if you take the tush push off the table – the, the, the identity is it's all negative. In other words, they're a defense that can't get off the field on third down. Mm-hmm. They're a defense that doesn't get to the quarterback at the rate they should be with the talent that they have. Mm-hmm. They're a defense that is very susceptible in the red zone. They're bad in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Then you go to the offensive side of the ball. They've underachieved. Mm-hmm. For, for lack of uh, – we could get into all the specifics, but they've underachieved as an offense. So there is no identity other than bad stuff. They look like a team that's unprepared. They turn the ball over a ton. That's the identity. And it's crazy. They're an 11-win team. I know it sounds absurd. If somebody just dropped in from Mars, you'd say, are these two nuts talking about an 11-5 and team? But we've watched it well, up I know. close and personal. Because I've talked to people that you know, they'll come in. They're not Eagles fans, but they, they fly into the city. Right. And they listen to sports radio. And they're like, Imagine complaining about it. Yeah, a, you guys are maniacs. I give I give my right arm to have what you have. Right, like Costos comes on with us every mm-hmm. Friday. Um, and last week we got into it because I was like melting down, like this Eagles thing's falling apart. He's like, he's like, you guys are a ten win team. Would right. you rather be the Giants? Of course, I wouldn't rather be the Giants. But the expectations are totally different. This is a Super Bowl caliber team. Yeah. that is totally falling apart. Like we don't even talk Super Bowl right now. The goal of the season has gone from Super Bowl or bust to. Gee Willikers, I hope you just make the NFC Championship game. Yeah. And, and it's not like they're crushed injury wise. No. Not- In fact, they're getting hell. I mean, they got Maddox back. They're getting Slay back. They got, they're going to get Cunningham back. They're pretty healthy. And, and I think the, the beginning of the season and the gauntlet, the beginning of the gauntlet, if you ask me the identity, it was winning ugly. You know, win's a win. But now it's just. It's it's complete underachievement. Yeah, and that's been the story of the offense all year for me. No the, doubt, the offense has never looked right. And you, you can throw points per game in my face all you want. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I watch them. They, they, they were what eighth in points per game, seventh. This is an offense that has two top fifteen receivers. One that's probably top five. You have three thousand yard guys, two yep. receivers and a running back. Yeah, and, and Goddard has always been underutilized. But yeah. like, there's there's too much talent on the offense for them to be as pedestrian as they've been this year. Yeah, and predictable. Let's go to Karen in Glen Olden. Karen, you're on 94 to BIP. Okay, let's go to Bob in Hatfield. Bob, you're on 94 to BIP. Hey, guys. Uh, happier year, I guess. The new is out of it right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was still 23. Maybe 24 will be better. Oh, Maybe. Yeah. I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to look at it positive. Let's hope it goes that way. Um, I, let me ask you, uh, injury-wise, I mean, through the entire season so far, do the Eagles have more injuries this year or last year? Well, last year they were fully healthy heading into the, in, into the playoffs. Um, I, you just, I mean, like Shaq Leonard was brought in, so they, they were also deficient in, in some positions. But they're healthy. I mean, offensively they're healthy. Yeah, well – Thinking about this, I, I'm thinking back to, is this a product, the way the Eagles are playing right now, is this a product of our preseason uh, game preparedness? Because the way I see this, fundamentals are not being used. 
I mean, it looks like nobody tackles whatsoever anymore. Uh, everybody's grabbing for their shoulders and everything else up instead of tackling at the waist, taking the runner down. Uh, I I see it as fundamentals are missing from their game right now. Yeah, and, 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 and do you remember? Snowball. Do you guys both remember there was at one point this season where Nick said we probably need to reexamine. This is when they were still doing well, everything, including the yeah. way we approach training camp. I'm pretty sure that was after week one. Yeah, like he was already like right. And, by the way, the Patriots game should have been very telling as to how the season was. Yeah, going. It, we we, yeah. we were still in denial mode then. Yeah, we were. Yeah, it was. I mean, that's just the way I'm seeing the year so far. I'm kind of giving them a rating anywhere from a B minus to a C plus because they they did win 11 games, but yeah. I mean, God, guys, something's got to change. Yeah, and here's the problem too. And, and Bob, thanks, man, appreciate it. Happy New Year. Um, the the problem is, Jack. The if this was 2021 and you got to 11 wins, you're thrilled, and whatever happens in the playoffs happens. Yeah. Okay. But when you get to within three points of winning a Super Bowl, th- th- all that stuff's out the window. Like there is no, I'm happy they're eleven and five. That, no. That's that's loser talk. Totally is what that is. No, the expectations have totally changed, and, and especially when you didn't really lose that much. I mean, you lost Javon Hargrave, but you thought you were replacing with Jalen Carter. You look at some of the pieces defensively, like C.J. Edwards is end- ending up being a huge loss. Mm-hmm. Kaiser White probably not as much because um, he kind of. You know, Really tail it off in this. I don't. It, it it's it for me. It's T.J. Edwards and, and C.J. G.J. And I know he got hurt there, but it doesn't mean he would have gotten hurt here. But offensively, they didn't lose anyone. They lost, they lost Sayamalu. Yeah, and, and and Miles Sanders has had a had a garbage year, and oh, Swift yeah. has been fine. Uh, Swift, thousand yard receiver. Swift's been good. Thousand yard runner. Yeah. So th- there's that's the thing. There's zero excuse on that side of the ball, other than Steichen was holding was was basically you know had had plates he was spinning on his nose yeah. and just trying to keep this thing up you know up to speed. Well, and and you know people. Will say, well, we did the same thing with Frank Reich and Doug. Well, Doug at least got the team playing hard in at the end of eighteen, at the end of nineteen. Like, sure, was Frank Reich mm-hmm. and and that, and that helping Doug? Of course, but like, the difference is that team in eighteen won four out of the last five or five out of the last six, and then won a playoff game and, and rallied. There's no comp. No, and, and there's no eighteen comp. And nineteen, I mean, even nineteen. Yeah, nineteen, they went on a run, and now they beat up on some, some yeah. tomato cans, and it was like the and Wednesday's best receiver is Greg Ward, right? Um, you know, but still, that that team fought. That team picked themselves with up with far less talent. With far less talent, this team is completely cratering, and that's the thing. And I, and I can't use preseason as a problem right now. It's freaking. It's 2024. Yeah, what if you wanted to say, hey, the first three weeks, some of the, the, the you know shoddy tackling and all that okay fine whatever then you blame that on preseason you've been playing now for four or five months yeah no there's a, there's a disconnect somewhere yes there's that it's as simple as that and we won't know i'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the, the the piece to be dropped mm-hmm. about you know everything that's going on in the locker room you're starting to see some pro- see some articles coming out about it yeah um but there's obviously a massive disconnect between the players and the coaches no question all right we get karen back up here karen you're on 94 to bip Hey, guys. Hi, Karen. Sorry, I got lost in an elevator. How um, dare you, Karen, get on an elevator know, when you're, when you're on hold with us? No, I'm kidding. Are you working <laughs> today, way, Karen? I, where where are you going? I'm on my way into work, yes. You are I, working. Wow. What, what do you I do, am. Karen, if, if you don't mind me asking? I'm an ER nurse. Oh, okay. Well, you're doing well, real stuff. Yeah, we're okay. <laughs> good. Now I feel very... A lot of emergencies today. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully everything's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Um, yeah, so I became a football fan this year. 
which sounds crazy. I'm oh, we've talked, Karen. I, I remember having the conversation, right? We, we've talked about this. Yeah. Okay. So, this yesterday was so disappointing. We looked like straight trash. Yeah. I, I was, and I was at work watching this. I was like, I'm going to get sick. Someone needs to sign me in because I'm over here having a hard you, you need a bed. Yeah. Where's the ICU after that? After that performance? It was absolutely terrible. Yeah, I, it's and, hard. I can't, Karen. I thought maybe they don't blow them out because they just haven't been able to do that all they year. They don't do that. Not allowed. But I didn't think there was any way that they were going to lose this game at home. Honestly, I didn't either. I, I absolutely was like, okay, like we might win by like a touchdown, but we're definitely going to win. I'm driving home and listening to the last like two minutes of the game, and I'm like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand what these people are being paid millions of dollars. Like, this should not be happening. Well, welcome to football fandom. Yeah, oh, Karen, you, fun you, year. You, you might you might want to think about another hobby. Well, at least we have a baseball team. Oh, wait, they lost a game six and seven. Or the six. Are, uh, oh, yeah, 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 that's all they do. Flyers, new era of orange. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Hopefully something. Someone has to do something in this city. Tell, tell those punks to stop honking their horn at you, Karen. Yeah, seriously. Oh, there they. Yeah, it's, it's it's a joke. Karen, listen. Appreciate the work that you do. Okay. Hopefully, Thank it's you. hopefully it's a very slow day for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You guys have a good one. All right, right Karen. thanks, Karen. And, and listen, I I am so sick of Arizona sports. I just I can't I can't do it. I would oh. like to blame Rod Lakin for all of this. You know, I, I'm sure Arizona yeah. native. Yeah, our well, boss. you know, he comes here. It's his fault. He comes here. I mean, mm-hmm. listen, he 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 did deliver us a Super Bowl. And a World Series appearance, so like it's been a pretty good run for Rod, the uh, the Rod Lakin run here mm-hmm. at WIP. But this the the sickening amount of losses to to Arizona since he's gotten here is also just a joke. And to go on on top of that, I have to see the Diamondbacks Twitter oh. tweeting at the Cardinals, which makes it ten times worse. Like to uh, I don't know <laughs> which was a bigger collapse, Game Six and Seven, or, or what happened yesterday. Um. Boy, oh boy, uh, that's a good question. All right, bigger collapse. I would say, right now, it's still the Phillies until the Eagle season's over. But, but that Cardinals team stinks. Yes, like I thought the Diamondbacks team also stunk too. But like at least they're in the NLCS. Like you lost to a three-win Cardinals team at home with Jonathan Gannon after you've played crap football for an entire month. You let's again, let's put this in perspective. You went into the day. Having a shot at the one seed. Yes. Having home field advantage you throughout. You're not going to win the division. No. You're not going to win the division. You need the Cowboys next week to lose to Washington, which isn't happening, folks, and the Eagles to win to win the division. It's a joke. And you went from a, from a two locked in to playing probably two games at home to no games at home in an incredibly, other than other than Tampa, which isn't a lock by any stretch, which is who they may, they're, they're going to get right now, to it probably being over the following week. Yeah. And like yesterday, it's it it just begs the question: Where's the heart in this team? And that's something I I, I did not no. anticipate having to ask this Eagles team: Where's the heart? Mm-hmm. Where's where's Philadelphia? Like like this is not a Philadelphia team. Where's that team that last year beat the brakes off the Niners at home to the point where they were down to their third string quarterback and had the had the Niners crying and whining and sucking their thumb? Where's that? Where's the edge? It's not there. It's not, it's not there. Maybe 
maybe the, the, the story that we're going to find out is they sniffed themselves, there was comfort after the Super Bowl, they became fat cats, whatever. Maybe ultimately that's the story. And the stuff we're hearing is all a front. You know, like that they're still locked in and oh, yeah. you know, growth oh, they, mentality they like it, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, dog mentality and all that. But but it, it feels like a team that either couldn't get over the fact that they, they got close and couldn't finish the deal or just thought they could show up. And they're not good enough to just show up. Or it's or it's, you know, the offense not being as good as they think they should be and everyone's pointing fingers. Yeah. I mean, before the I believe it was it was two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. The McManus report about how you know everyone in the locker room or there's there's people in the locker room are concerned about the finger pointing. Yeah, and that's after two losses. Right. Well, look, the Niners game feels more and more like a Mike Tyson haymaker. But we talked about this last night, though. But why? Right. Like he was just one game. I don't know. And now and you could excuse good that teams one bounce away. back. You could excuse that one away. They lost. They they played three games in in, in eight seven overtime days. short rest. You know, all it was the Niners Super Bowl up till that point yeah. that was circled. Okay, it happens. Big deal. Shouldn't be a backbreaker. And then you go down and you play horribly in Dallas. Even that, you're like, all right, it's a revenge game for the Cowboys. Blah blah blah. The, the real sign that this was on super shaky ground was Seattle the next week. Yes. Where Drew Locke takes you 92 yards right down the field, and, you know, all, all the same issues are cropping up, and it's kind of like, whoa. But you sort of sold yourself, okay, they beat the Giants. It wasn't pretty, but they beat them. But that was a mirage. Yep. And now you get this yesterday. Yep. Unbelievable. 215-592-9494. We'll continue to get your reaction on what's happened with the birds here. When we come back, Dr. Mark Schwartz, we'll talk to him about some of the injuries, including Devontae Smith in a boot on crutches, leaving the uh, facility yesterday. We'll talk to him about that 9 o'clock Seth Joyner. He's Jack Fritz. I'm Rob Ellis. WIP Morning Show. WIP Sports Time is 6.54. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. 
a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.